You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 15th of October. 2020, beware the Ides of October. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. We got an interesting show today. We've been talking about AI a lot, uh, artificial intelligence. Um, we actually have, you know, we have somebody who's using AI in their products. Virtual assistant maker Robert Nickel from uh, Rocket Station is going to be our guest later on in this show. But uh, it's been a pretty busy and um, Pretty, uh, pretty uh, a heavy week. Um, starting with breaking news that I actually hadn't heard until I just saw it flashing in the um, in our news feed. Um, Dave, you just posted this. Yoast and SEM Rush are announcing an integration partnership. Yeah, that's that's super exciting, right? Because you've got like two of the like powerhouses um, yeah. of of like we've got the powerhouse of data and we've got the powerhouse of of sort of WordPress optimization as far as like the SEO tools um, that, that is sort of used by most people. Um, and yeah, being able to pull that that data, I, I, like obviously I don't know how everything's going to be rolling out over over the coming months, but I, I know the data that, that SEMrush has. I know what that could lend to Yoast in regards to like I'm on a page, I'm writing a post, auto sort of figuring out and, and, and combining with the, the uh, SEM Rush, and I'm just going to keep saying SEM Rush to remind our listeners it's pronounced SEM Rush, not SEMrush. Um, <laughs> it's consistently pulling in that data, and and I'm, I'm imagining a world and from the write up where it's constantly offering sort of some suggestions based on 
um, some of the data that uh, SEM Rush has, and and I think that's um, it, it could make it quite a quite a powerful tool. I think it's a huge win for for SEM Rush, like to be to be given that much sort of exposure, that like just sort of quickly, and be the de facto data point for sort of the de facto SEO WordPress tool. Um, I think yeah. that's uh, that's pretty big for for SEM Rush, and then. You know, Interestingly, I think it's a. I think it's great for SEM Rush. First off, to uh, this 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 puts SEM Rush data in um, at least half the WordPress sites out there that that are yeah. running like SEO optimization tools. Yeah, that's really cool. But the real winner here, I think, is Yoast because there's a there's a number of other tools that have come along that that sort of kind of do what Yoast does, and yeah. then Google and WordPress are making functionality. It, you know, in, in, in Word, right into the core of WordPress that does a number of the things that, that the Yoast tool is used for by SEOs. So I, I see this making the Yoast tool infinitely more relevant and infinitely more useful and thus making it a much stronger tool at a time when um, it needed a jump forward in, in some sort of technology to, to, to offer to its market. Well, you bring up a very, very valid point is I have started using Yoast um, or I had, I guess I can't say have, because now it's like piqued my interest again, but I had started using it less and less, right? Like it, it's great for just like customizing titles and descriptions, but I'd stopped using some of the the sort of advanced functionality that three years ago, four years ago, gave it that big advantage. Sure. You don't uh, and need a lot to make of those... an XML sitemap for you anymore. That's being done by WordPress. Exactly. And I mean, you know, we can, we can control bots, you know, more with just a lot of the theme developers are building some of the stuff in there that that they had right like it's just it's becoming so commonplace that you're right they really did need something to go you still need us right like this sure is something like this is something it's going to be very very exciting and i can only like my brain's going a million directions and i'm sure a lot of people's does going okay what would you do with this right like what would i do if i had sem rush's data and Yoast and the combined programming capabilities <laughs> like of both match, entities and the importance of this. I'm like, what could you do with that? Match that with most of the data that Insight will give you. Oh, yeah. um, and you've got a keyword, uh, a key entity munching machine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it, it, it's going to be, it's going to be really, really interesting uh, to see what comes out. And I'm actually interested in, I mean, you hit on a really, really valid point is this can be a big data play um, on the part of SEM Rush and just collecting information. Oh my! Oh God! Um, is it ever? I mean, like, and, imagine what they're going to be hoovering uh, yet. Well, exactly, exactly. And so, understanding what tools they might be rolling out in the future is—I mean—that's super interesting as well, and, and sort of features and functionality. So, um, yeah, I, I think for both, it's going to be one to watch. And I have a feeling this is not going to be the last time we're talking about it. No, absolutely. So, congratulations, uh, both SEM Rush and and the team at Yoast. Uh, well done, both of y'all. Indeed. Uh, what else we got coming? There's, again, so much has happened this week. Um, we know cookies are on their way out, and I've been wondering, all of us, been wondering how things are going to function without cookies, like analytics, mm-hmm. as a good example. We're about to find out. Google Analytics Four has is 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 now out in the wild. Um, you can go and start start using it and start integrating it into into your websites, and as cookies get phased out over uh, over 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 the coming year, um, 
Google's going to be replacing hard data with artificial intelligence assumptions. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I know, I know. Um, and it's, I mean, you know, it's, there's like so many directions we can go on this. And I'm like, you know, we need to do, we need to pull on like an expert. <laughs> Like somebody who this is their field, because there's a lot of stuff that we're talking about. Like there, there's going to be the changes in analytics. There's going to be the changes in the way this stuff gets handled. But then we're also dealing with the the interesting scenario of um, sort of the way this is being viewed legally um, and that it, it's being viewed as like it sort of brought Google's goal for a sort of privacy and that sort of thing in this one has brought them under the eye of the government again, um, you know, because of course now they're, and, and I think the government is totally right on this one. I don't always when they're trying to interpret what's going on in the world of tech, but on this one, I'm like, yeah, is they're viewing this as Google basically going, and now we're going to make it impossible for these people to compete with us because we are the, are the dominant search engine and traffic source. So now we have more data than our competitors have, and we're not letting them use cookies anymore. And right, like there's, there's, I mean, not, not letting them, but they're, they're making it a lot harder to, to deal with things. So you know, there, there is this this legal side of, of things that could pass and how do you address those and how does it date? it's going to be a, a very interesting sort of thing to watch as, as things transpire i'm interested in seeing what, no. what comes of the analytics side uh but i'm also interested in seeing what just plays out legally and this is not my area of expertise at all so it'll be yeah, interestingly, I hadn't even looked at it from that angle. I've, I've been looking at it strictly from the, from a utility angle, like how do I use Google Analytics? Um, why is it important? Uh, not only not only in my practice to um, have a sense of the efficacy of the work I'm doing, but also where I want that work to go in the coming months. Um, but 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 it's also important just to keep. How, how to say this without getting too inside baseball for the audience, but like sometimes, sometimes when you're in a client meeting and you know you're right, you need to have data to 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 support your point of view. Absolutely. Often SEO um, has to sacrifice a little bit of style for a little bit of substance. And when you're doing that with a website that they've, you know, the, 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 your client has just spent like anywhere from 10 to 150,000 on their new website. Yeah. And every, every little pixel matters to them when they just spent that much money on, 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 on the site. And you're saying to trade a little bit of style for some substance, you better have data to back that up. Yeah. So if Google is going to be replacing hard data that it's, it's drawing with a, you know, pretty much um, instantaneous, uh, 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 snapshot of what's happening on its servers in relation to the website mm -hmm. and replacing that with um and 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 and, and for honesty goodness artificial intelligence might be infinitely more um accurate than um the little bad feeling in the pit of my stomach thinks it's going to be because again i'm seeing myself in this in this tense meeting with a client relying on data that i don't entirely rely on well, and that that is where we hit some some interesting spots, and I think more and more for you know maybe not for for less trafficked sites. I was trying to say, I'm a, like the word that jumped to mind is like lower level clients. I don't think like, but not lower level as like humans are important, but just like where they you know can't invest you know an extra 
you know, $10,000 into analytics or something, but we all have like clients that that wouldn't make sense. Heck, that's not worth it for me personally. Um, but we do have clients where they're like, yep, that would be worth it. I'm getting those, those significant backups into play. And we, we've talked about a few of them on the, on the show in the past. Um, you know, and maybe that, that's something to chat about is, is pulling in some sort of secondary analytics system. I think that's going to have to happen. Absolutely. Because again, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the other problem I have with this is I got years of baseline that I can quote going back to however long I've been recording stuff for my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, what does the new report look like? Do I get, do, 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 what, what, and again, I, I, I know this sounds terribly neurotic, but I will, Google Analytics numbers and SES, SEM Rush numbers and Moz numbers and all the different tools out there are slightly different. Right. And I have to, every, every, even with the same client, you got to explain why you're seeing different numbers for the exact same time period right. <laughs> for relatively the same operation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't know. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just making up reasons to, to feel screwy about this. Well, but something that you bring out that, that I think is, is really important, and I've actually been having this conversation with um, one of our clients that keeps asking, okay, and what are our metrics for this? And I keep bringing up the point. I, I can't always provide you the metrics you want unless you tell me in advance, right? Yeah. Like I can't always reverse engineer metrics. And you were just talking right now about baseline metrics, which, which you have. And I think that highlights a really important sort of topic to cover right here and talking about those like higher sort of tier um, client, like the people where, okay, this data is super, super important. And we're willing to spend a lot of money on this is if you're going to want that, if you want to know in future that even while things shift, you're going to have the proper baseline data, you either need to invest in new systems now to have a baseline together when everything is shifting, right? So you you have your your comparison metrics before everything shifts, or you know become comfortable with log file analysis. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of the two, um, but because th- that that'll also give you, you know, like these are your log files, right? So that that will give you your 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 core metrics. Uh, as well in a baseline. And it's not to say, don't use Google Analytics. No, but you could then go into your Google Analytics and go, okay, my log files are comparing these two timeframes like this. There's a change in analytics that took place here. Okay, this is how it shifted in my log files or didn't, right? Okay, this is what I would expect to see going on here. So you could be able to, because one of the things that I always hate in analytics is, or with any Google update, ranking shifted. Well, is it the work we did on the site? Is it links? Is it on site? Was there just mm-hmm. a Google update? Did the competitors do something? You never really know, right? You can only make your best guess at a specific, why did this page move, right? Like you can rarely, sometimes you can, but rarely can you know. And really the only time you can know is when you're like, well, I was really broken and now it's not. <laughs> like you had no links. It was an orphan page. Now it's well, not, right? That's when you claim magic. Right, exactly. <laughs> Okay, we got we got to get moving. We uh, we actually have um, Robert Nickel, founder and CEO from Rocket Station, is sitting in the green room right now. So um, he's listening to what we're saying. We 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 we, we got to get moving. A um, couple of quick couple of quick news points. Uh, do you remember how Google was gonna was gonna completely switch over to the, to the mobile index in like September 2020, but then they they put it off uh, because of COVID. They didn't want to you know stress webmasters too badly. Totally cool. They put it off. They've uh, John Mueller at the uh, at virtual PubCon yesterday announced March 2021. That is the drop dead date. If your site isn't in Google's mobile index, you probably need a new site. Um, 
that's but 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 as of March 2021, um, everything is going to be measured out of the mobile index. And as far as I understand, desktop index just ceases. Yeah, the conversations I saw on it were about that. Like basically, if content is not visible on mobile and it is on desktop, it doesn't exist in the yeah. in the index anymore. Now, uh, this isn't something new. Exactly. Google said they were going to do this a long time ago, but this is confirmation they're doing it and they've given a hard date after spending the the, 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 the date it was supposed to happen, which was like last month. Um, okay, if you're in uh, Google Search Console and you want to uh, re-index a problem page, you've been working on it and you want to get it back into the index, don't try it right now because you ain't getting nowhere with it because Google's having indexing problems. So they've suspended the, uh, the request indexing feature in Search Console. It's going to come back, like they haven't taken it away, but it just, um, it's kind of, kind of, uh, uh, kerplunk right now. I think that's the technical term, kerplunked. <laughs> if you want to get fancy. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there any other story that we have to, have to, have to cover? There is, well, um, Jetpack Man, for the second time in two months, some dude in a jetpack is flying over Los Angeles. <laughs> we don't actually have to cover that story, but I really want to note it. You kind of did need to. <laughs> you mean, yeah, we do. Like, Jetpack Man, you're an idiot, but you're my hero. <laughs> okay, we have um, we got an interesting, interesting guest today. Uh, we've been talking about artificial intelligence and the role artificial intelligence is going to be playing um, moving forward into the future. Um, now we got a fellow who's actually applying it in uh, creating virtual assistants and in creating. Um, staffing features for a wide range of businesses. Robert Nichols is the founder and CEO of Rocket Station. He's going to be coming up on Webcology, but first we got we to gotta go to commercials. So friends, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedge for Digital Waste Media. You can to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 15th of October, 2020. Stick around. A lot more coming up after these messages. We'll be back after this short break. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony. Trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com. For the first time in 37 years, Miami-Dade College's week-long celebration of books and writers in downtown Miami, the Miami Book Fair, will be a virtual event for eight days between November 15th and November 22nd, 2020. As the nation's largest and oldest collection of literati, Miami Book Fair 2020 hosts a growing list of more than 200 authors, poets, and moderators in conversation, including poet and novelist Margaret Atwood, novelists Jody Picoult, Dean Koontz, James McBride, Terry McMillan, Lee Child, singer Lenny Kravitz, actress Natalie Portman, CNN commentator Jeffrey Tubin, poet laureate Joy Harjo, environmental activist Aaron Brockovich, 
Y8 Sensations, Tiffany D. Jackson, and David Yoon, among many others. Access to all of Miami Book Fair's 2020 programs will be free the entire week of the fair, November 15th to the 22nd, 2020. A free and simple registration is all that will be required. For more information, please visit MiamiBookFairOnline.com. That's MiamiBookFairOnline.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. dog days of winter set in get out there and enjoy them um especially given that you've been you know shut in for the last seven or eight months with the rest of us okay interesting shift uh gear shift here um we have a live guest robert nickel founder and ceo of rocket station rocket station is a leading provider of outsourced staffing and process management for the business business process outsourcing industry the bpo industry um they're operating in uh dallas fort worth since 2013 they help small to uh, medium-sized businesses with efficiency and profitability. Simplified staffing allows operators to focus on core competencies and outsource the uh, the other stuff. Robert started as an entrepreneur in real estate, um, which positioned him to support many real estate entrepreneurs. Uh, I guess that, that, that helped him get uh, started in uh, working with companies struggling with staffing and human resource issues. Uh, Robert, this is a uh, uh, welcome to Webcology. Um, tell us about Rocket Station. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. I love the show and I, I love learning all the, the technical uh, side of, of what you guys provide. It's, it's really awesome. And I, I know we're a change of pace here because we are more on the implementation side than we are on strategy and, and the back end auditing side that you guys uh, absolutely crush. And we learn so much from, from you guys and love the show so appreciate you you having us on and and rocket station we're we're an implementation we're all about fulfillment there's a lot of really good marketers a lot of really smart people out there just like you guys and we all need to be able to get more done and quicker so rocket station's all about momentum virtual teams virtual staffing without the traditional w2 or 1099 model so it allows a lot of flexibility allows a a, a lot of options for leverage and momentum and so that's what we are all about, and we really appreciate you having us on. Well, you guys, you guys are uh, more than a temp agency. Um, you you specialize in in, in more professional uh, uh, sectors. Um, uh, what does business process outsourcing? What, what's what's that all about? Yeah, so what we do is we work with our client partners one on one to create a custom strategy based on their business, their outcomes. Everybody operates a little bit differently, right? So you guys have a way you guys operate your business. Everybody else does as well and so we want to really get to know you we want to understand the ins and outs of your business how your team works what systems and processes you have in place what kind of infrastructure you have in your business and then we work with you to create efficiencies from a system and process standpoint so that's the front end we build 
system documentation, process documentation, every step-by-step -step manual for how everything works within your business. That, that's step one for us. And we do that because, well, two main reasons. One, it creates a, a lot of uh, transparency into the business, what's happening. Most people don't take enough time to take a step back and really understand what's happening in the day-to-day. -day. So once you have that overview of what's really happening in the business, that creates a lot of alignment, which is the next uh, big advantage there for system and process documentation. And then like you mentioned, we're not a temp agency, we are dedicated staffing. So we have dedicated teams that work for you. They function just like an employee, except we eliminate all the HR risks. So we not only know your business, the ins and outs, how it works, we can help you set up efficiency and automation where, where possible, leveraging technology. We think that is always the best first step is to create efficiency where possible. And then when you need human beings to actually turn levers and, and push buttons and to get things done within your business, our teams are there, they're dedicated staff, but we stay with you and support for along the way. So BPO is just a, a fancy complicated way of saying we do all the back office support from inside sales, administrative, bookkeeping and accounting. We do lots of executive assistance and we're pretty much in any industry right now. We work with a lot of marketers and, and webmasters and people that, that are doing more specific, some of the things you guys talk about, but we got connected because our, our mutual friend knows that, that we are working with tons of different industries and service providers to do exactly that, make them more efficient on the front end, and then provide dedicated staffing in a way where there's no liabilities, there's no headaches. We just like to truly be the easy button for staffing and, and efficiency. See, and I, I think it's, it's it's great that you brought him up. And I'll, you know what? He, he's been a guest on our show. I'll just say Jeremy Knopf, our regular Good. listeners. Yeah, he's co-hosted this, this show before. Jeremy's co-hosted this show before, So for, for our listeners, and when, when Jeremy um, you know, sort of first first introduced us, I was I was stoked. Because we, we do talk a lot about the, the technical side. A lot of our guests, you know, I mean, I'm excited. We've got Nava Hopkins coming on next week to talk about uh, paid search stuff. But a, a lot of the time we're, we're talking about tech and that's, that's awesome. And that's, that's what we do. Um, but to take a step back every now and then and go, Oh, right. And behind the scenes, there's businesses that run. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. that was used. <laughs> yeah, right, like, there's a lot of work that has to get done. Um, right? Like ideas are great, but without implementation, there's, there's not a whole lot of, it doesn't actually right? turn into anything. And, and that made it, it's sort of a great fit is going, Oh, okay. Let's, let's actually talk, you know, let's, let's have on Robert here and, and let's actually talk about, um, you know, sort of what goes on and especially right now, like to, to me, basically March to now and, and for the foreseeable future um, is like for, from your, interestingly, from, from your angle, a lot's changed and, and from, well, I guess I'll just ask this as a question. Has this been a, not to put a, you know what, I, I will. I've done it before. I'll put a positive spin on like a negative environment gun. Has this been sort of a very positive sort of time frame, COVID, for you with the like move to to a lot of people working remote, the the dramatic transformation that's taken place in what a workplace looks like, and probably what it'll look like even after this is done. What, what, what sort of landscape is that creating for, for companies like yours? Yeah, you guys mentioned that we've been in this business since 2013. So the truth of it is for us, uh, for Rocket Station, not a whole lot's changed since March. I mean, we, I think our staff and our team, we, we all had a few moments of like, oh my gosh, what's, what's going to happen here? You know, whenever March came and it was, I think it was a scary time for everybody initially, just, just to kind of the unknown, right? The fear of the mm -hmm. unknown and what's going to happen next. But for us, as an operation for Rocket Station, we've been totally business as usual because we've been structured this way since 2013. We have 
we're headquartered in Dallas, but nobody's required to come into the office. So today, mostly it's just the, the, the staff with kids that actually comes into the office, but the rest of our team has been remote and virtual since 2013. So the big shift has been for our client partners and for the general marketplace to understand that virtual teams and virtual staffing is not only possible, but there's some great solutions out there. So what's really changed is we used to spend a lot of time helping people understand how to make this happen and the technology that's available and all the different options. And COVID has totally just expedited that conversation. So instead of, is this possible and what options do we have? Now it's just, how can we get this done as efficiently as possible in the best way we can possibly do it? So for us as a business, you're, you're, you're kind of leading into it. It's been great. I mean, we, we don't wish the pandemic on anybody. We're all hoping that it goes away as quick as possible, but the knowledge and education people have gotten, the, the smart businesses have been able to adjust very, very quickly. And that word pivot has been used about as much as the new normal term has been used, but it's true. Anybody who's been able to pivot during this time has had a lot of success and we feel really, really grateful to be able to help people in this transition. So for us on our our operations on our staff, it's just been business as usual, but for our client base and, and the marketing side, it's just been so good for us to be able to expedite that conversation and really show people how we can improve their businesses and make things better for them. So, I mean, okay, you, you, you distracted me now a little bit because you mentioned Dallas and I'm like, oh yeah, right. You're, you're from Dallas, which is, is one of my favorite cities and I'm a uh, state of search is, is, is coming right up in, in a couple of weeks and <laughs> yeah. virtually and it's, it's so sad to not get a chance to go back there uh some of the best food i've ever eaten oddly is lasagna at an afghani place <laughs> not sure how that played out, but, yeah it's some uh, of the best restaurants in the world right here in dallas texas not that really it is but, really yeah, is great one of the best cities in the country to come hang out it totally is totally is although one of my friends uh while i was there last year was sort of ribbing me because uh my wife and i uh, we're both there and we went to a vegetarian festival, which was like just awesome. And they're like, you came to Dallas, you went to <laughs> but yeah, all the, every food kind Dallas just is a rock star. And anyway, got distracted, but enjoy the, the fair around your, your, your fine city. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> do it for me because I'm not going to be there this year. Um, so, okay, let's, let's, let's take it back here a, a little bit because it, 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 what you were saying about you know the the, the impact of, of the pandemic it makes sense with your business and it isn't like that's an important lesson I think for for everybody and, and probably the people who are still listening or, or trying to figure things out have learned that lesson if you were able to pivot if you if you can pivot um, there were opportunities and there are opportunities in every tragedy right like there they're just are well and um, it's, it's so, also probably worth noting that this tragedy is evolving as we go along so new opportunities are emerging every day yeah i just wanted, I just wanted to throw that in there I, I didn't mean to cut into your question no 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 that's 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 great um what what would you say is is one of the things like okay let's let's take a company you know i mean i know you know nothing about the structure but okay we have you know you say smbs great it's a marketing company um which is basically going a lot of our listeners <laughs> uh, right. are, are people like me um like jim or are small businesses of different different types um what 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 do you do why why would i be better to go through a solution i mean let's take aside just the 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 sort of overhead like the 
yes, there's a built-in nicety of just being able to go, I, I have this right now, it's lit up and, and I can not have it later and I don't have to deal with an HR department. That part understood, awesome. Um, but what is it about that sort of system and, and setup that is a, an advantage to SMBs to go, oh, okay, can I get lit up faster? Can I get a better solution than I might be yeah, able to totally. myself? Yeah, most most people understand that they you know they have specific pain points and they're they're trying to solve those pain points and it's just reaching out trying to figure out which resource is the best option for them and most of the time where people are initially focused just the the truth is focused around cost savings right uh, employment in the U.S. is getting more and more difficult every year you mentioned the HR liabilities but it's also expensive so oftentimes people are looking for for cost saving measures and and we are definitely cheaper than than hiring in a traditional model that people are used to but that's not really the real value that's not why our companies stay with us our, our clients we have a lifetime uh value of, of clients that stay basically forever once you come in because it's about the value proposition that we provide which is it's it's definitely in some cost savings right i'm not going to minimize that some of the larger operations we work with can save millions and millions and millions of dollars a year that goes directly to the bottom line on their p l so it's it's kind of hard to avoid that conversation but that's not where the true value is an example i got um was i had a client partner call me last winter and they, they had so much going on, big office here in Dallas, lots of staff. They, they pulled up to their office on a snow day and they had nobody working except for their remote teams. And I got a call saying that the emotional capacity that, that they got back from working with us because of what we take off their plate. So we're providing back-end management, we're providing support training before you ever even interview somebody for us. We, you know, we're getting 4,000 applications a month. We're hiring less than 2% of those people. They get on our platform for six to eight weeks and they're trained in, in a part of our program and culture. And then we're matching skill sets to job descriptions. So when you come to us and we build that customized plan for you right on the outset that, that we mentioned earlier, you know, each role is, is very different. If you're talking inside sales on the front end, which a lot of people are, are curious on how they can grow their business, sell more, have more on the front end piece as far as, you know, generating revenue with additional sales. We, that's a very different person than if you're somebody who's going to be on the back end that's going to be doing some of your blogging or, or creating content and uploading. So the first thing we do for you within that customized plan is create job descriptions for the specific roles that are needed within your business. So a lot of times people have pain points. They feel like they want to get more done. You're talking about being lit up. Go, 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 right? Let's put our foot on the gas. But what the next step is, is usually people don't really, that's kind of where they falter, right? Because how do you get that momentum efficiently without having the burden, the emotional energy to invest back in those teams? So to be candid with you, that's really why people stay is because we create that customized plan. We're making it really easy for you. Then all the the normal management, the, the labor issues with, you know, we get told every day that that as soon as people work with us, they enjoy driving into their office more, right? Because it's easier to manage their teams. They have less going on. They can focus more on work, right? We all have personal issues. We all have things going on in our lives. So the more we can focus while we're at work, that's the true value I feel like we bring. Yes, there's cost savings. Yes, we make it easy. Yes, it's just like a done for you to 
to to be able to get to that lit up stage Dave, where you could just have momentum and get going yeah we can do that but then the the real true value is the support that we're providing along the way to give you insights into efficiency and then that management help to make sure that you're structured and getting absolutely everything that you need so when you're working with us you're not having to worry about outcomes you're not having to worry about that light being lit up you're just worried about how fast you're going you know, a, a unique thing about having um, you on the show, Robert, is um, you have to communicate with clients. Um, what's what, what what is your what is your primary uh, means of reaching out to clients? Do you do you get most of your um, inquiries from the web or from uh, more direct person to person marketing? Yeah. So prior to the pandemic, I, I wish I could say to you right now, we've just been great marketers forever. We've always dr driven our, our business online and that would be a lie. We were primarily an events-based business. We went to live events all across the country. I think we did 60 or 70 live events last year. That's how I know Jeremy. That's how I know a lot of these guys is, is from meeting them face to face. At the beginning of the year, we started putting a big effort into our online marketing. And since COVID's come through, we've, we've like everyone else, had to cut all live events. And so we have gone to a just digital model completely for, for the way we drive customers to, to our brand. So, so how's, uh, that we, that, that, how's that shift been uh, for you? Is, was it hard? Was it a natural shift? Well... I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said it was there was no pain. There's no gnashing of the teeth, right? At all, because when, when you're doing something that works, that's that's kind of the hardest time to shift, right? Is mm. whenever things are really working well, it's but, like why fix if it fix something that's not broke, right? Yeah, but it got it and got so, broke on you. Like you didn't have a choice. It oh, just happened, right? And so there was there was a little bit of anxiety from the team at the beginning about how quickly we were going to be able to pivot. I think uh, if we surveyed the team, everybody'd be pretty pretty shocked at how quick we were able to make that that transition and to be candid with you guys it's because of guys like you it's guys like jeremy where we can go in and get some amazing information some amazing knowledge and our team can go implement right so the amount of information out there on how to become a good marketer it's it's almost overwhelming there's so many great marketers out there that could teach great information so we just took our core competency which is implementation which is action getting stuff done right and we just took all the stuff we learned from you guys and we were implementing at a massive scale right away so we're onboarding a bunch of new clients every month we're trying to play 60 to 80 uh team members a month right now with, with our client partners and it's all coming from our online marketing so there's a little bit of gnashing at the teeth at the beginning but i'm so proud of our team for just getting after it and making it happen and it didn't take us near as long as we expected within a couple months we were able to completely fill the sales teams calendars in the in the same capacity that we were from live events it took us about 60 days to get there so i'm actually really proud of the team for that and i i, I admire their their effort and dedication because they got really creative with applying you know the golden nuggets from guys like you to get it going pretty quick has the kind of client the sectors you you that that that, that um they're coming from i guess has that changed in the um in the shift to online marketing rather than uh face-to-face -face marketing for me, it's been really fun in that with the people that we're working with are smart, they're progressive, they're thinking about technology, they think about things at, at a high level. So it's a blast for me to wake up and walk into the office every day because of guys like you coming in that we get to interact with. So I would say the difference is more along the mindset, not really the types of business, not really the 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 industries. I, I think it's just the business groups who, who are led by visionaries who kind of see that the future is changing and that 
we need to run quickly to this new normal. It's been great. It's, I mean, I think anybody who's embraced these challenges, embraced the changes, there's a lot to learn. And so it's, I can't tell you how much fun it is for me to get to work with people like Jeremy and all the, the client partners that we're adding through this pandemic, because the type of people who are growing right now are amazing people. I think entrepreneurs are the backbone of this country. And part of what makes us great is small businesses, right? And so for us, we get to be right in the middle. We're in the battle with what I think is the the foundation of the American success, the American economy is small to mid-sized businesses. So man, Jim, we we are truly grateful for the opportunity we get for our client partners and to, to serve them on a daily basis because I am just so impressed with the vision, with the dedication, with the willingness to change and, and be progressive with technology. And so the types of companies we're working with now are all in and they're excited about progress and moving forward. And anybody who's really interested in progress and moving forward and embraces technology can totally run the business exactly the way they want to. And that, that's the beautiful thing about 2020 with technology and all the resources that are available. And so for us, it's just super fun. We The team is just excited every day to be able to work with guys like y'all. This, this might be touching on you. You might have already touched on the answer just a second ago, but um, uh, 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 you've used the word pivot several times in, uh, in describing businesses that have uh, made it through the pandemic. What are some of the changes you've seen small businesses make to um, to, to, um, to to bolster their um, like survivability, their their viability? Yeah, I think what was really easy for for people to do, just like us, is just kind of stay in whatever they were doing, right? So even if you can see opportunity, it's hard to make those shifts unless there's not real pain there, right? So the difference is the the pivoting I'm talking about is people just seeing that. It's not only possible with the technology and the changes, but that they need to make that happen. So if you've got office space and you're used to having employees in there and you're used to paying for that square footage and all the bills, it's a big emotional hurdle to make a shift and say, oh, I don't actually need everybody in my company that makes 40 to 80 grand a year is totally unnecessary and I could be much more efficient without these team members. That, that was just such a big emotional hurdle for most business owners to take since the pandemic it's it's no longer about about you know the ego being attached to office square footage and and office space and having big bills and tons of employees now it's about having a viable business now it's it's about about survival exactly sustainability so a a a client called me and said you know, I used to dream about having a business to give to my grandkids. Now I just want to make sure my kids have something to, to get through college with, right? And so what we're really proud of is that that legacy transition that we can help people with, right? Because if you have a viable, sustainable business, which is what we help client partners create, then you can get so much of your energy back to go focus on growth and progress and everything else is just taken care of. Okay, we, uh, Robert, I don't, I don't want to interrupt, but I, I actually I have to ask you to hang around for a few minutes if we could. We got to take a break here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. So, uh, on behalf of Dave Davies from BSOC Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Friends, you are listening to Web to Webcology on Webmaster Radio. We have uh, Robert Nickel, the uh, founder and CEO of uh, Rocket Station. He'll be coming back with us after these messages. tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Are you- 
Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. off now back to webcology only on webmasterradio.fm here are the hosts jim hedger and dave davies everyone welcome back to webcology and webmasterradio.fm we are rounding the corner on october 15th 2020 october's almost done friends we are getting so close to christmas we're getting close to thanksgiving we're getting close to black friday and we are long past the time that y'all started improving your websites, getting ready for the retail season. Um, this is <laughs> so your final. Jim. This is your final bloody warning, uh, kids. Get on it. Um, we have in the hot seat. We have uh, Robert Nickel, founder and CEO of Rocket Station. A uh, a uh, 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 he scrolls up and is as fast as he can. A business process outsourcing uh, company working with a number of professional uh, companies in the industry. Uh, Dave, um, you, 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 I know you have a whole slew of questions you want to ask. I do. Um, like, well, I'll start with this one. I've got a few of them written down here. And then, of course, a few off the top of my head. And when I've got a good guest, I could just basically just chat forever. But um, I know we're tight on time. So what I, what I wanted to start with is probably a question I think a lot of people, especially in, in sectors like ours, right, like where, where we're dealing with some fairly technical stuff um, at times. And our needs are probably, as are probably everybody's, and I'm imagining we're different, we're probably not. Our needs are very, very specific, right? Like, when I need an assistant, I need X, Y, and Z done. And my processes may be different than another marketer who is equally successful, just they do things a little different. How do you guys adapt to something like that? How, how do you figure out what those processes are and, and, and help somebody sort of fit maybe a little better than they could themselves with yeah believe it or not dave that's the most common question we get right i understand leverage i understand outsourcing i understand i need some help but how does that apply to me and my business specifically right that that's where most people start and that's why we start with our our development team is truly in your corner and we just start with a discovery phase we talked about customizing a plan for you before you ever even become a client partners of, of ours we have a discovery period where we learn 
the ins and outs of your business. So the truth is you may feel like you do things completely different. It's not really the case. You just, you know, you have a little bit of a special sauce of what you do, but the, for the most part, there's, there's only so many ways things can get done. Now, the way you want things specifically run, of course, that'll be a little bit different, but that's why we go through that alignment phase. Usually in 35, 30 to 45 minutes, we can pretty much understand a lot about your business from there it's about customizing that plan with you. So like you mentioned, Dave, it's a little bit different. So the, the parts that we can standardize, we absolutely do. But that's why it's so important for us to create those systems and process maps, because the number one place people fail in training is not having structure and a foundation to build off of. So if you're having to just train somebody every day. I call it osmosis training. They come in and sit down next to you in the office and just kind of absorb how to do the job. That's just such a terribly inefficient way to bring on people. So we not only create that customized plan with you at the beginning, but creating those foundational training materials, the scopes of work, the process map, how everything worked is really how we create that customized experience for you. We, we go in, Dave, in every step of the entire process, we create a manual for, and we do that heavy lifting because most of our client partners do not have that done. So like one of the, one of the bigger perks that I, I can see, like as somebody from the outside who's done hiring and, and this and that is, I think a lot of people, especially in, in early growth phases or hopefully early growth phases have that, but I only need part of this and I only need part of that. And I only need part of that. And I can't really hire one person to do a part, part and a part. Right. So is that one of the, the sort of perks when, when people are coming through to you going, okay, I need like sort of two hours a day of this and, and four hours a day of that. And I need somebody who can jump on calls and take notes while I'm doing that. Yeah, right? like, absolutely. It's one of the most painful things about the day, right? Is you, you feel like when you're driving to the office, you're going to have to tell somebody else what to do all day. Right. I, that to me, that's terrible. And it takes so much of my energy throughout the day to feel like I have to do that. That's why that front end planning with us doing the heavy lifting to map that out, it creates a ton of structure, Dave, for your teams to know exactly what they're doing throughout the day. So whenever you get your start of day reports and your end of day reports outlining exactly what happened you have tons of clarity and transparency into to everything that's going on in your business but they that's most people don't have 40 hours a week of one task to do you have to be a pretty large organization to hire one person specifically to do one thing that's just not very common right and even in large organizations team members tend to, to wear multiple hats and do a few different things. We, we think that's fine. That's great. As long as you spend the time to really create the structure for that person so that they can have a lot of momentum and a lot of success. I think it's really frustrating for somebody to be logging in and out of systems, moving around, not really getting a whole lot done and spending all their time moving through the process instead of actually getting stuff done. So that's why that alignment phase is just so important. It's it, we've, a lot of people want to skip through that or go really fast because they just want to get to the implementation and start having progress. But we force people to go through that process at the beginning because exactly what you're talking about. Most people need to have a more nuanced team that, that can wear multiple hats and do multiple things. And we just make sure and structure that at the beginning. That way we, we can really define success and then it's no longer taking energy from you, but you get excited about the team you've got working for you. So what's your sort of range of, of, of engagements that you would do? Like if, if somebody in our, in our listening audience was like, okay, this, this might be a good fit, but I might be too small or I might be too large. Like, 
so smallest is we hire at part time. So that'd be 20 hours a week would be the smallest we do. And the truth is we've yet to come across anybody who has less than 20 hours a week worth of work. We just have lots of people who are not structured enough to identify 20 hours worth of week, right? And so it's about it's about utilization, about highest and best use of your time. You can do everything in your business day, but that doesn't mean you should be doing that. It doesn't mean it's the best use of your time, right? And so we, we want to make sure and just create a large structure. So smallest would be part-time, 20 hours a week. And that's a dedicated person working for you 20 hours a week. Largest, I mean, we work with publicly traded companies who have thousands of, of employees and, and are using hundreds of our team members. So uh, there's when we say small to midsize, that's truly the way the U.S. government defines small to midsize in the, in the market cap there. So, um, I mean, we, we have publicly traded companies that, that are client partners that, that, we, that we're doing some amazing things for. It's mo- we have the most fun working with the smaller accounts because we really get to add a ton of value there and, and create a dynamic, nuanced team that provides a ton of value and, and a lot of progress for businesses. So smallest would be part-time. Largest would be a couple hundred team members of ours working for you. You know, Robert, you said something a few minutes ago that that actually kind of bothered me about my own business. And when, when, I, when I think about it, um, I can think of at least twice in the last couple of years where I haven't bothered to grow because hiring somebody would take too much time, would eat too much of my own time, and would inhibit other things that I that I wanted to do with my business. So I so. I had to make a choice, and it was a, a pretty crappy. It was a, 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 a you lose or you lose choice. Um, how many businesses do you think are inhibited um, from growth from uh, just because of hiring decisions? Unfortunately, I think most. I think uh, building and uh, building really strong teams is one of the most difficult parts of of running a business and managing and having success in that. It's an emotionally overwhelming process for most people and the truth is because they don't have the structure that we do they don't have the systems and processes that we do this is our business this is our core we're truly experts at workforce management how many people do you know would you that you would define as truly experts at workforce management not There's me not, i'll tell you that much yeah not very many and even when we go into a publicly traded company jim they don't usually have the systems the processes the structure in order to truly be successful so that we we see that almost every day and that's part of why it's so fun for us jim it's a, it's that paradigm shift right it's we had a company come to us they they were mandated with growing they wanted to, their sales team had huge huge goals that they had to hit but they weren't going to do it because it meant their customer support was going to have to grow as well they were going to have to hire big customer support teams to fulfill what mm-hmm. they were going to sell where we took both we took the pressure off both sides we were able to add support staff on their sales team to make them much more efficient. And then we run their complete back end as far as customer support. And they think, uh, their clients think that it's a US-based customer support, but it's our teams doing everything because we're so efficient, run the back end so well. Now you, you brought up a point sort of a, a few times throughout here is it's a good cost saving things for for businesses. So that has to lead me to to, and it'll probably be the last question we get to, but probably one everybody's wondering is, so what is the the cost savings? Like what what is the cost to a part time person or a, like I know it'll vary by role. Yeah, and stuff it, like no, that, it, we're ten dollars an hour flat fee billing. We're ten bucks an hour. So it doesn't matter if you're in inside sales or you're doing bookkeeping or we've got you on the back end doing customer support or you're you're managing a Zendesk account or what, whatever it may be. It's just flat fee, ten bucks an hour. 
no hidden cost or fees, no, no, all the, the W2 issues. And, and our teams are well taken care of. We provide them all the employment benefits that you want and you would want your teams to have. We're just taking that pressure off of you. So for us, it's $10 an hour flat fee billing, build in arrears, and it's a month. We just want to deliver tons of value and make sure you're a lifetime, lifetime partner. Well, and that, okay, it makes like, that's actually a little less than I thought. I, I'll be honest. Like, it, it's like, okay, that, that's a little less than the answer I thought you were about to give me, but um, th- there we go. Um, and is it like, is that pretty consistent across all of the different roles? Like I, I, I've been at your site and, and we'll, we'll be listing that in, in a moment in, in, as we're closing off, but is that pretty consistent among all of the different roles that somebody might? It is. Might yeah, we, yeah. It doesn't matter the role. It doesn't matter where they're different type of person. We have a different recruiting structure. We have a different placement structure for the different roles because we want to make sure it's a perfect fit. But as far as pricing, it's just 10 bucks an hour. It doesn't matter. So I guess this will this will lead to the the obvious question, and I'll let you handle it. I can I can rattle off like websites and stuff, but how would people who might be interested uh, connect with you and, and find out? Our, a little our bit website's more? rocketstation.com. So anybody wants to check it out, go to rocketstation.com. We're proud of of some of our strategic advisors. We have a couple sharks from Shark Tank that that have been on the the team, and we have some cool stuff there. If anybody's just interested, more rocketstation.com. But anybody who, who's honest and sincere about this process, whether you're looking to hire from us or not, but you just want to know how to make this better, Greg Brooks is our director of business development. I haven't asked him, but I'm about to give out his. <laughs> hey, Greg, how you doing, bud? <laughs> yeah, it's Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S at rocketstation.com. And, and anybody who wants to learn more about this, his team will answer to take care of anybody. Okay, um, we have gone full clock. Um, thank you so much, Robert, for, for, for spending time with us on, uh, on, on Webcology today. This was great. I had a blast. Thank you guys for oh, having me. It was, it was, it was truly a fun and interesting show. Um, friends, it is the 15th of October. We have been in COVID lockdown for, I don't know, no idea how many weeks, 30-some-odd or more weeks. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Socially distance. Um take care of your uh of uh of your neighbors rank well wash your hands frequently and uh stick around webmasterradio.fm we got some great content coming up after these messages on behalf of dave davies from beatstock internet marketing this is jim hedger from digital always media you've listened to webcology on webmasterradio.fm we'll talk to you next week opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.